Spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is a very distracted Shauna. And we're your high priestess for this evening. I forgot my lines. How long have I been saying that? Uh, three years almost. I know. Well, and since it's the beginning of the month, that means that we have the amazing, the wonderful, the adorable Space Daddy Drell here to tell us what the fuck the planets are up to now. That's me. Yay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How's it going? Hi, Jarell. Thanks for being here with us tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. We've missed you, and we've had a lot of requests. People have been oh. writing in, and they're like, uh, where's Space Daddy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm here. Good. So <laughs> tell us the fuckery of the planets for this month. Oh, my gosh. Wait, didn't, oh. didn't I read a thing that, like, there's, like, seven in retrograde this month? Something like that. But before we get there, what's everyone drinking? I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm drinking Liquid IV. And this is not a sponsorship. It's just this is the first time I've had it. It's like the electrolytes that you add into your water. Oh, okay. Yeah. I. Uh, it's July 5th. Yesterday was the 4th of July. I um, literally kind of Overdated? uncovered. No, I uncovered a pack of White Claws. Like I, I discovered it in in a like an archaeological dig if oh. you know you know but um yeah i annihilated those and i'm not hung over which is nice but i think my body's like hey bitch did you want to try some water that's so that's a good idea that's where i'm at but what are you guys drinking i am drinking this hard arnold palmer that ricky just made and it's delicious it's to be very honest good. With you. i'm drinking the same thing yeah it's good it's good stuff Good stuff. It's dangerous. Are you a lightweight draw? I am. Oh my god, this is gonna be great. I'm sober with two lightweights, and you guys are drinking it's, a pretty hefty drink. Oh, it's it's a very tall glass oh, yeah. of this amazing like spiked Arnold Palmer with strawberries. Uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's, shit. it's very good. It's gonna be on Patreon. So those of you on Patreon, you can go watch the video and see how to make it. And for those of you that aren't on Patreon, now is the time to sign up because our Patreon is free till like September uh, to make up because we definitely fell behind on things. So we are making it free for the next couple months. So hop on it, get all all the wonderful things, including this alcohol recipe, especially because I think it's gonna be a good summer drink. Yes, it's a totally a good summer drink. Absolutely goes down real easy and real smooth and that's coming from me so you know it's good okay all right take it away Jarrell. ah okay hi everyone hi so, <laughs> so um it's it, it's been a crazy month lots of things have been happening uh may through now <laughs> yes indeed uh lots of shifting lots of changing and now we are in july of 2023 or at least this is what the episode is for july yes it is so happy birthday to all you cancers out there and you um late july leos yes yeah some yes. of my favorite people yeah yeah my, yeah my brother's a cancer is he yeah my daughter's a cancer <laughs> yeah i just realized that like you and two of your daughters you guys are each a different water sign we're all water yeah except you for guys Dominique. like yeah. covered all that we did we covered all the water and then we got a little fire in there at the end yeah that's cool yeah, yeah it's like my my parents lucked out they're both aquariuses and they have 
uh, me, I'm a Leo, and then my brother's a Cancer. Ah. So they got fire and water. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. So, so but, who's the earth to balance it out? Was it just like the family cat? No, we didn't have any pets. <laughs> my mom was allergic to everything. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, so uh, but it was it was a great childhood. Good. Yeah. Good, so. good, good. Um, but I mean, my, my brother and I did fight a lot, but that's, that's typical. That's very I typical. mean, that's typical. Typical, but, yeah. 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 But anyhow, so July um, is not going to be as crazy. And when I say crazy, I mean, like, there's not a lot of, like, stuff happening. There's not a lot of action between the planets. There's definitely stuff that uh, you'll see recurring patterns for in the coming future. Um, so we have um, some planets, because remember this, every summer these days is like the summer of retrogrades, right? So like there's going to be a point where there's like six or seven retrogrades happening in August, like toward the end. Um, <laughs> It's crazy, right? Um, yeah, this this year because I'm um, my birthday's in August, so I only have five retrogrades oh. this year. It's great. Oh, that's good. That's good compared to right. the past. Right? Compared to the past, I think last year I had like six or seven. Ah, oh, God. Um, but it's okay. I mean, uh, a lot of the planets that go retrograde are the outer planets, so like Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. But honestly, like. With those planets, they move so slowly that when they go into retrograde, it's like, what else is new? Because they're retrograde half the year anyway. So, like, um, yeah. I mean, and the thing is with slower planets, when they go retrograde, it doesn't mean that things go crazy. It just means things that you wanted to get done just move a lot more slowly. So, So nothing crazy, at least not with them. So, uh, but we do have... um, a very important retrograde that's happening at the end of this month, which we will get to in a bit. Um, but I would say, looking at my notes, if there was going to be a theme for July, it is um, pay attention and pay attention to what happens. Um, okay. <laughs> I have not been excelling in that lately, but um, I'll do my best. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, with, with this particular month, like I said, it's not going to be really like action-packed like dramatic action or anything like that um even though surprisingly we have a a few planets that are going to be transiting through um leo and then into like virgo and stuff um because planets that that travel into or ingress into leo they they tend to pick up this dramatic flair for things you know in the way that they initiate their significations right uh for example when you get like mercury and leo you get like really vocal like you know expressions you know like you're, you're gonna speak your mind kind of a thing if mars goes through leo then you know you you get really fiery passionate action toward the things that you want to initiate or prioritize so um we have a, a few things happening so but let's let's start off with the beginning the beginning starts us off um, with his uh, really fun, um, I mean, it, it starts off with a Kazemi with uh, Mercury and the Sun, um, which is always fun. That just means that there's a lot of, you know, things that you want to communicate can really be expressed. And that, that happens on the first, right? Um, but it's interesting because, you know, they always say that the way 
um, something will start off, you can kind of like carry that as a cycle through the end until the end of the month. So, you know, things starting off with, you know, a really amazing conjunction like that um, could potentially mean that this month could end well also. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the thing is, with this particular month of July, there is stuff that happens, but really it depends on where things are going to be sitting in your horoscope. So, check out your own personal horoscope to see, like, how things are going to land for you, because there's a lot of things where it's, you know, we'll see... Um, certain patterns really start to flesh out from everything that we've been initiating and paying attention to in the previous months, right? And we're starting to see things unfold more and more throughout the year. And this month, in that sense, is not going to be super... um, What's the word? Uh, uh, Action-packed? It's just a lot of, oh, look at this thing that's happening. Is it going to affect me? I don't know. It depends on what's you know, topical in your own personal horoscope. You know what I mean? Mm. So one of the things to kind of pay attention to, uh, we have this, um, on the second, there was a um, a square between Venus in Leo and Uranus in um, Taurus. So the reason why this particular transit is important is because as... Uh, as Venus squares or comes into an exact square with Uranus um, at the beginning of the month, at the end of the month, she's going to start retrograding. So we're going to be experiencing a Venus retrograde at the end mm. of this month. And I hate that. I, that's <laughs> just okay, that's my two cents. That's the one retrograde where I'm always like, damn it. That one gets me all the time, yeah. too. Yeah, the Venus retrogrades for me are way... Uh, way more challenging than Mercury retrogrades, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's going to retrograde at the end of this month. So because she hit that square with Uranus, she's going to, like, you know, circle around back and square with him again. And then as she's moving forward, eventually she's going to square him again. So that's what I mean, like we're going to start to see patterns kind of flesh out. So where that ends up happening for you, it it just kind of depends. So we have Venus in Leo, right? So if this transit in your personal horoscope, for example, occurs in like your second house or your seventh house, it's going to be different for everyone. And that's one thing to always remember when we're looking at these transits, it really depends on where it's hitting your personal horoscope that will inform you where certain um, challenges or even triumphs are going to occur for you at that moment in time. So, um, but what does this mean when we have um, Venus squaring Uranus? So remember, they, all the planets have a job. Venus's job is to encourage the things that we value, love, money, family, home, security. And then Uranus is about this sense of not necessarily anarchy, but like extreme decision making, right? It, uh, some people say Uranus is almost like a tower card where it's like things, truths get revealed and you start seeing the foundation for what it is. And then it's up to you to make changes or m- make the decision to keep things where they are, which could be to your detriment or not. You know what I mean? But basically, when it comes to things you value and then that square, you have to start looking at the foundations that you've laid 
for exactly what they are and analyze and criticize and maybe even, you know, discriminate your own work or whatever work has affected you and make a decision as to how best to move forward or appropriately move forward, you know. So I don't know what that will be for you. If this hits in your seventh house, this could be relationships for you. If this hits in your second house, um, this could be, you know, your finances. So either way, just think of the things that you value and then taking a good analytical view or perspective on what those values are. And that kind of tends to be the running theme because a lot of what's crazy is going to be involving Venus this month. Okay, so love, money, family, home, security. All, all the things that make the world go round. All the things that make the world go round, all the things that we find comfort in, all the things that if they're in check, just your lifestyle is easy, right? So this is why I say this is a month of like, you know, just pay attention because this is a month where we'll start seeing patterns start to flesh out. When do we tend to see like the shadow period for this? Like, for instance, we all kind of know like with Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde, it's like a week, two weeks oh, ish. Right. Like, it's what does a Venus retrograde shadow look like? Well, typically with planetary shadows, like before they start stationing retrograde, you usually have the amount of time that they're in retrograde. Like, so for example, with Venus, it's about forty ish days, uh, a little um, more, give or take, right? Um, depending. Um, but, uh, so if it takes like, let's just say roughly 40 days for her whole retrograde period, then 40 days before 40 days after the retrograde is the shadow. Dang. You don't even cut that in half. You no, just basically you triple it. That's messed up. Yeah. Well, it's the same with like, uh, with Mercury too. I mean, his retrograde is about two and a half to three weeks. Um, and the shadow is about the same length of time too. So, which is why, like, when these outer planets, like Neptune, goes into retrograde for six months, it's like you're always in a shadow. You're always, right. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, that's why with those ones, it's like eh, they're always retrograde. I mean, I've heard some astrologers say that they just don't recognize the shadow at all for that reason. Yeah. Like, if you look at the shadows, then there's something's always retrograding. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, and I'm, I'm kind of the same way, except for the fact that what I've personally observed amongst like, you know, witchy people or like even within witchy communities, because we're um, as witchy people tend to be, you know, a little bit more intuitive and, you know, extra sensory perceptive. We tend to like feel things sooner than most, you know, the m- more than the muggles, as they say. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, and, and that's just something that I've, I've noticed, but it's not true for everyone, you know, but, um, uh, and sometimes it happens that you affect it, uh, sorry you you feel the effects of like retrogrades more after the fact too um i know there have definitely been some some mercury retrogrades where i personally have been fine and then as soon as it's over and goes direct again that's when all of my stuff starts Mm -hmm. happening i'm like what the heck i thought it was over (laughs) i feel like that was kind of me with this last one like i I skated through like pretty good and then right when we're getting to the end mercury's like hey bitch i didn't forget about you (laughs) and and then i kind of just look at it see I I lucked out because I was supposed to be the rock for other people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it ended, it was my turn, and it's like fine. There you go. Yeah, that's a good you way know. to look at it. So, but I, you know, uh, I, again, you know, it it 
the way this stuff affects you, I'm just reading, uh, or not, I'm just talking about things like very generally to, you know, this audience, but how it's really going to affect you depends on like where it lands in your own personal horoscope, you know? So, and again, I, I would always recommend like, you know, it's like we, we all know typically what our signs are, but because horoscopes are centered around, you know, where the signs fall upon the hour, whatever your rising sign is, that's technically what's going to be most accurate for your horoscope. So if like, let's say you're an Aquarius rising, you know, you might be, or like, like if you're, um, if you're an Aquarius, but you're a Leo rising, mm-hmm. don't actually read the Aquarius horoscope, read Leo. Yeah, I do that. Ever since you told me that I would mm-hmm. do that. And, um, when I was a kid, cause my cousin's mom was an astrologer. So she read my chart mm-hmm. and she was like, wow, you have so much in Capricorn. Yeah. And, uh, she was like, if I were you, when you read like, you know, the horoscopes at the back mm-hmm. of the magazine, she's like, don't read Aqu- Aquarius. She's like, read Capricorn. It'll make more sense. Yeah. So now I, I kind of just read all three. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you can do that too. Like when you look at a chart, you know, if you have a huge concentration of planets in a particular sign or a particular house, you know, if you move that sign to the first house it makes it the topic you know of discussion you know like if the question is like hey what's going on with my finances and it turns out like all of your you have a concentration of planets in a particular sign well then oh my gosh then put all those planets you know in the first and see how it you know affects everything i mean there's so many different approaches to how you can look at a horoscope and i i've heard of people doing something like that too mm-hmm. so um but yeah typically i mean try it out you know for all of you at home try it out because you know uh sometimes it it, it does uh work better or what i should say it, it 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 resonates more when you look at your horoscope through your sun sign but for the rest of us like it it does look um, way more accurate when you look at it from the perspective of your rising sign. Mm. So I know for me personally, it, it always is more accurate when I read it from my rising sign. What's your rising again? Virgo? I'm, an, I'm an Aquarius rising. Aquarius rising. Mm-hmm. But you've got Virgo somewhere. Um, I My Mercury is in Virgo. Is that all it is? Yeah, yeah that's all I have in Virgo. I see, to me, I like. <laughs> I think you're a Virgo. Like You just present very Virgo-esque well, to me. You know... I, when you're doing like um a natal chart analysis there are ways of determining which planet in your chart has the most oomph you know what i mean or has the most to say or has the most influence and in my chart particularly mercury is the strongest planet oh well there you go so that's that's probably why because yeah I, i mean i do i do get that that sense that especially when I'm at work like my Virgo really comes out because he, here's a thing with astrology most people think that your own personal astrology is all centered around your sun sign it's not it's actually all of the planets have you know some type of influence in the whole of your life so you're actually multiple signs if your Venus is in Scorpio you're actually also a Scorpio if your Mars is in Capricorn you're also a Capricorn You know what I mean? So we're multiple signs. And that's why when I learned that, I became a lot less discriminant (laughs) about like the generalizations we make about all of the different signs because astrology is really more about what the planets are doing and not what sign they're in. 
you know so very interesting yeah I don't know I think that space <laughs> is rude personally very rude <laughs> wait just to stop real quick like just mm-hmm. talking about space what did you think about that that uh, 911 call about the aliens landing in Las Vegas oh I'm really behind on the times I know this I'm, happened in May I'm but even more behind like I didn't even know that Oh, wow. Wait, wait, when is when was this? It was like at the beginning of May, and oh, there is oh, um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a nine one one call from yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, talking that's about right. Them. I I I vaguely remember something about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'd really <laughs> think. I about mean, that. I know that Vegas is like populated, but then once you like leave like that town, like it's a whole lot of desert and nothingness, and I feel like that's where you always yeah see right? the reports like. My aunt grew up in like Bumblefuck Nowhere, Arizona. Here, that's where she lived, and so I'd go visit her. And it's just like, yeah, dude, there was aliens, all sorts of weird shit that she would talk about. But like, it makes sense. So I think that one, I don't know, maybe they just have the navigational skills of me and Monica, and it just got lost. <laughs> Ended up in someone's or, backyard. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because like you know, out in the desert, like you have a clearer view of the sky without all the like you know light pollution or something, so you can see them better. I don't know. But like, yeah, no, I I do think that's pretty fascinating. How because like most of the alien sighting stories that I've heard have always been like in desert areas. So I think that's like super fascinating too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know what to think. So about I that. just I I said <laughs> space is rude. So then I go to aliens because apparently my brain but thinks they're I mean, rude too. So. With that being said, too, you know, we have Pluto who just ingressed into Aquarius after a 20-year run in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if big major shifts are going to be happening, you know, it Aquarius... Don't is, you okay. come up here and say that fucking Pluto, my boy, fucking Pluto is bringing aliens. Like, don't you go there. No, no. Okay. No, no. I, I won't say it, but you might hear it from other astrologers. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> Luckily, you're the only astrologer I talk to, so there okay, we have cool. it. So, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that really, like, a thing, though, that, like... I've heard it. I mean, I you know, when it comes to alien stuff, to be honest, like, I don't... Um, uh, not for any reason other than like you know I'm kind of just uh, really affected by my own life and all the different changes that are happening so it's like aliens is kind of like the last thing, thing on, on my radar mind. yeah you yeah, know what I mean exactly. so not that I don't think it's important if, if it becomes important but yeah no it's like yeah, that's You're not just gonna kinda, worry about it. I'm not gonna worry about it right yeah. now. So, yeah. <laughs> but it, it is stuff that I've heard astrologers talking about for sure. They're definitely astrologers that make that their whole point of focus for like their broadcasts and stuff like that. Oh, let's link astrology to alien sightings and stuff. Mm. But I'm not that person. I'm gonna just derail so. this even further just because oh. <laughs> we're on this now. So I used to know this astrologer. I used to work with her 800 years ago at this mm-hmm. other shop. And she was so into fucking aliens. And, like, she would talk about how, like, they were these great healers. And they had, like, this bucket full of light that they would just, one day they're going to come to Earth and just throw their light around them and just heal everything. And I'm like, okay, cool, dude. Like, if that works for you. And uh, she would, like, talk to them on Twitter, apparently. 
and they made an announcement on Twitter that they were going to go public. And I happened to be with her at that moment. And she they, they said like some like really specific time, like 412 or something, you know. And she was fine. She was in a great mood. And then like 413 hit. And then she was just so sad. I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, the Twitter aliens didn't go public. Oh, so dang. Um, yeah, that happened. I feel bad for her. But um, if there is Twitter aliens... Stay on Twitter. Oh my gosh! I, I I ain't about it. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll just you know see what happens. Pay attention in July, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So we have. Um, I mean, not a whole crazy lot of things. Um, I mean, there's always a lot of things happening. I mean, you can even see just like in my notes, there's like a whole lot of things that we can talk about. But, you know, I tend to focus on stuff like with just my own personal astrology or practice, I should say, uh, with transits that are happening with the more immediate, like seven classical planets more Mm -hmm. than the outer ones. Uh, But that's just me. Um, It is fun to look at that stuff, though, from time to time. But one of the other things that... um, is coming up in this month so we had the the full moon um in capricorn and that that's a pretty interesting full moon i mean capricorn is a sign that the moon hates (laughs) you know the moon is actually in detriment in that sign but what's interesting about this particular full moon it was almost like a sort of rejoicing energy it's almost like hey look at all the things that we started and look at where we came from and because i mean especially when in the past like covid (laughs) you know pandemic you know all the things that were hitting were capricorn right everything big that was happening was happening through some crazy connection to capricorn energy right and now like this past full moon has very much been like hey look at all of the things um that we got through and look at where we are now you know so it's been a very like reflective sort of energy with this past full moon i found personally um and um i think it moving forward it it kind of like i don't know for me it it put me in this space where like wow there's a lot to be like humble and like you know like grateful for you know like oh my gosh I'm, I'm making it through <laughs> you know like we're making it through I mean the the year has been kind of weird you know so far like not a whole at least for me personally I can't speak to everyone but um not a whole lot of like tragedy it feels you know just a lot of like hardship but not anything I mean for some people that I know it's like been tragic you know mm-hmm. but um, but at least for me, and this this is why I always say you got to look at your own personal horoscope. But for now, you know, what, one thing we do have to look forward to just on the polar opposite side of this, like um, full moon in Capricorn is coming up on July 17th. We have a dark moon. OK, or a new moon, I should say. Um, and this one is actually a new moon in Cancer. And this is supposed to be a crazy good moon. Um, Moon obviously is um, domicile or she's at home in cancer. So if you're going to try to manifest something, this is the one to do it in, you know. Um, And, you know, when it comes to uh, transits that this um, conjunction between the sun and the moon 
um, has uh, there to outer planets anyway we've got a sextile to Uranus and then we've got a trine to Neptune right so this is a good moon to like plant seeds for like big things you know the things that you hope and dream for but then also the seeds for change like actual change you know what I mean so if you've been reflecting or really like taking tab have been taking tabs on things that have been happening and you can kind of see a way forward you know like see that light at the end of the tunnel we're kind of like at the halfway point of this year where you could be like okay I think I have a better idea of what direction things need to go and this is where you, you know, plant the seeds for those shifts, you know. That's awesome. That's got, that, I think uh, everyone needs to take a minute and really think about what they want to do now. Because that sounds like a, a really good opportunity. Yeah, no, this this full moon, uh, sorry, new moon coming up. Just and, and, you know, new moons in general, I don't know, like lately... Uh, when I've been thinking about, you know, working with lunar energy, I've really been leaning into working with new moons, like, lately. I know, like, the trend has always been work with the full moon, work with the full moon. But, you know, like, I feel like just the way things have been panning out, like, from month to month, like, most of these full moons have felt, like, really reflective just with how a lot of planets have been aspecting the full moons, you know? So I feel like a lot of big initiating changes that you could make on a personal front um, have been a lot more accomplishable through the new moons this year personally so um, yeah I think I think I'm all about it that's the trend alert this month work with the new moon <laughs> you know so I like it yeah so uh, with that being said though too so that's happening on the 17th see I jumped from like the second to the 17th because that's how much like I mean there's there's still a bunch of stuff happening but I feel like the stuff that you have covered is really significant yeah and so it's that's cool it's just like less is more in this less case. is more yeah let's let's try to edit you know the the amount of things we have to pay attention to right right precisely yeah so one of the things that we have also happening like three days later on july 20th uh this can be something that can make or break um an experience you know <laughs> or the energy of that day we have an opposition between um mars and saturn um, so we've got Mars in Virgo, and then we've got Saturn in Pisces, and this is like a really interesting opposition. Anytime we have planets that are opposing each other, you know, these are basically planets that are duking it out. You know, they're having a face-off, you know, so they're basically reflecting each other's light upon each other, and they're saying, hey, I challenge you to take a look at this, and if you have a problem, we're going to have a problem you know kind of a thing that's how planets are when they face off right so they're acting like a uh, elon musk and mark zuckerberg uh, yeah basically <laughs> so we've got we've got um mars in uh virgo and this is a very precise analyzing mars this is mars that knows what all the options are gonna be and is never gonna actually be the mars that acts first he's gonna like kind of stay where he is and then sees what happens and then pounce kind of a thing so that's that's mars and virgo energy and then you have 
Saturn in Pisces. And this is where, you know, you have Saturn who likes to place limitations and boundaries and says no to everything. And instead of doing it in a practical way, he does it with emotion and feeling like if it feels right, then he's going to say no. You know, so this is kind of like where, you know, at this moment in time, July 20th, the energy is there for basically everybody to take a look at what they're saying no to and what they're putting effective action toward, you know. So that's why I say, like, pay attention because these types of, like, the energy happening that day is ripe for looking, analyzing, discriminating at the things that are actually active in your life and seeing if it's good to move forward with those things or not. You know, when you're applying, you know, the interactions planets are having with each other, it doesn't necessarily mean bad things are going to happen. These are moments where you can lean into that energy and be like, how do I apply this to my life? Oh, there's a face-off between these planets, the planet that's, you know, acts on everything and charges toward a goal, and then the one that says no to all the things, you know? So what in your life are you trying to move to- uh, move towards, but you also have to have a sense of boundaries, good boundaries with, you know what I mean? So you have a sign that is very much... Um, Sorry, you have a planet that's in a sign that is analyzing, and then you have the other planet that is using emotional reasoning, which if you're leaning into it appropriately, you can actually have the opportunity to have really good decisions made that day. You know what I mean? So okay. so this is why I'm saying like this month really feels very like, let's let's pay attention and like really look. Yeah. You know? It's definitely a month to like, yeah, really pay attention and I guess like be really grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just, I mean, being grounded is always good, but it just, everything that you're saying, I feel like this is where coming from a grounded state is where you'll make the best decisions. I, I absolutely believe so because, you know, even when we're following like the energies of the year, right? And the main energy we're following throughout the year is the sun. You know, the sun is what leads us, you know, throughout the whole year and lights the path, right? So the sun in July is moving through Cancer, you know, the energy of midsummer and Litha, you know what I mean? And really carrying this like we're gonna pave the way and shine the way we're meant to shine as individuals and as a tribe you know, and move forward with very sort of um, intuitive reasoning. You know, that's that Cancerian energy. But then the sun's going to be moving into Leo where it's like where Cancer likes to shine the light on things to shine on, goes into Leo and is like, okay, I'm the light now. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm going to shine. So like we're moving into the summer where it's all about shining in your best light and putting your best version of yourself forward. But if you're not grounded when you're doing that, you're going to mess yourself up. You know what I mean? So it's like, and wherever the sun is traveling, Mercury and Venus are going to be traveling close. So you actually start off the month with Mercury going, you know, or Mercury in Leo. Mercury is actually going to move into Virgo on the 10th. And, oh, I'm sorry, Mars is moving into Virgo on the 10th. And then Mercury is also moving into Leo on the 10th. Mm. So we've got two ingresses happening on the 10th of July. You have Mars going into, you know, analyzing Virgo, and then you have Mercury going into very performative Leo. So 
the energy, the mercurial energy for everyone is everyone's going to be in that place where they're going to want to speak their mind. So imagine if you're doing that and you're not grounded. Oh, that's when life turns <laughs> you know? into a reality show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, let's see. Venus is actually already in Leo. So Venus, remember, is what we value. So the things that you value are on fire right now in a good way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, you're very passionate about the things um, that really make your lifestyle what it is. You know what I mean? And you're really making your lifestyle like the forefront of, you know. When did that happen? When did she? That, that happened, I think, in June. Let me go. Oh, no, that makes sense. Because yeah. you're saying that. And I'm like, is that why I've been like exceeding expectations and how well I can oh, spend yeah. money on shit right now? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, and usually I, I don't. I don't get a lot of stuff, but man, let me tell you, it's been like Christmas morning every morning. Oh my gosh. um, Yeah. Yeah. And so, so here's the thing. We're going to fast forward just a little bit. Right. And on the, um, on the 22nd of July, when the sun enters Leo on the same day, Venus is going retrograde. So. If, you know, and I think that I, I kind of share that same sentiment with you, like this past like few weeks in June, I'm just like, wow, all the things are like actually going according to plan. Like mm. things are actually like they're feeling easy and like effortless. Like I've actually become a morning person. Like what the, <laughs> you know, like, I was like, how is this happening to me right now? I'm, I'm such a night owl. I'm like usually up until like two, maybe four binge watching something. And then I get up and do everything. It's not because I want to. It's just, it's that's, just how you're wired. That's uh, I go that's through a summertime insomnia thing. And I, I think it kicked in yesterday because I've been up since 3 a.m. So yeah. But oh my gosh, I've been going to bed at like eleven and waking up at six thirty. Isn't it great though? It's yeah. amazing. I you get so much done. You get so much done. You get, when you get so up much early. done. Yeah, like I do. really, really envy do. all you naturally like morning people. <laughs> your natural morning people. Like that. That really is the life. When you're <laughs> it's nice in the summer too because everything's fresh. It's cool. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah, so yeah. peopley out. But yeah, life has been pretty cohesive yeah you know the last couple weeks and like like i said i've been getting a little spendy but it's been on it's been like pleasure things like fun Mm -hmm. things and it's been it's been a nice change from Mm -hmm. what like the tone of this year has been as more of just like struggle bus and then things just lightened up and you're like oh yeah i like it that's that's what i like about like yeah i think this is why like vacations always happen in the summer because that is the the natural flow of energy when things start moving through cancer and leo and sometimes virgo you know what i mean um virgo we just kind of tend to like you know straighten up a little bit because we're going (laughs) back to school you know like during that season but you know things are still fun you know it's like the like if you're going to school that's like when the school year starts and it still feels like a new beginning you know and you know you're excited maybe about like starting the year off right it almost feels like a new year uh it's it's interesting even though it's the end of summer right um but you're making me reminisce because i I know that feeling that you're talking about and you're like and you have like fresh school supplies yeah 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 Yeah. it's awesome i I always love the beginning of like school in the fall or quote unquote fall even though it's technically August right (laughs) Um, but yeah so uh, that was a tangent but going back yeah we have Venus going retrograde on the 22nd 
and it's going to go retrograde at least like Los, Los Angeles time, Pacific Standard Time, around uh, 6.30 um, p.m. And so I know you and I, Shauna, have mentioned like, yeah, Venus retrograde really messes us up. Like for me, it does. So remember, retrograde periods happen with every planet. Uh, but retrograde periods are always those moments where the planet, instead of moving forward, seemingly looks like it's moving backwards, right? So energetically, what that means is they're not going like um, actively forward in the things that they would actualize, but they're moving backwards, meaning they're reflecting, they're doing all the re's, you know, they're uh, uh, re writing re-examining refurbishing re you know like all of the re's they're basically reevaluating the the or the energy is there for you to reevaluate um the significant uh, the significations of that planet right so with venus it's the things you value right so love money home family security you know the things that create ease within your lifestyle so typically what will happen during a Venus retrograde, at least from what I've experienced, is you start looking at your lifestyle. Like you probably do this like unintentionally. You just like think like, oh man, like you look around your home and you're looking at your living room or your bedroom or your bathroom. You're like, you know, I really like this whole idea of like Art Nouveau. Maybe I'll just like, you know, go to like Bed Bath & Beyond or, you know, Home Goods and be like, I'm going to redecorate. Right. And then what ends up happening is once the Venus retrograde is over, you look around again and you're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of times what will happen during a Venus retrograde. So the thing is, Venus retrograde, most people associate Venus with like love and relationships, you know, but it doesn't always attack your relationships. It really doesn't. It attacks like, you know, things that you would consider an aesthetic in your lifestyle. You know, or the things that you would value. You your know beauty, I mean? the things your like beauty, that yeah. create harmony for your life. Exactly. So those are the things that start, um, uh, I guess, retrograding in your personal life. You know, you start re-examining those things. And so that's why during any kind of retrograde, especially surrounding the topics that are significant to the particular planet in of focus right you you want to be grounded you know and you don't want to make final decisions you know that's why they say like during a mercury retrograde you don't want to sign contracts you don't want to you know do all these things you know like uh, especially when it comes to like homeowning or your finances and stuff like that because you'll have that moment afterwards where you're like what was i thinking or what the f happened mm -hmm. you know what yeah. i mean and so 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 that's that's the difference like i i personally think like i i think venus retrogrades really mess me up more <laughs> the most but you know what's just as bad as a mars retrograde <laughs> Didn't, didn't we it's just like, have one of those? We we had one like yeah not too uh, yeah and the thing is with with those ones it's like everything that you want to have happen it's like if everything could go wrong like in a day they will <laughs> you know like yeah. and yeah mars retrogrades and you know the 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 horrible thing about mars retrogrades i know this is a tangent but like they're not consistent as far as timing they happen like every two sometimes three years sometimes one year like oh really yeah the mars retrograde cycles are very inconsistent why i don't know 
I like that answer because fucking I, space I, is rude. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, there is an astronomical explanation. I just don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. I think my answer is scientific enough for this <laughs> conversation. Yeah. yeah. But at least with Venus retrogrades, you know, like, you know, she it's a very orderly planet. It happens every two years. So it skips a year. So, yeah. I like that. At least there's mm-hmm. like, you know, we got that one year that's smooth. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. Yeah, so she hap- her retrograde happens every um, two years. Yeah. yeah, so that's happening the day when the sun enters Leo. Happy birthday, Leos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh, uh, I'm a Leo. Okay, so... <laughs> um, but uh, so another thing that is um, of note, though, too, is on the 27th of July, as uh, Venus is retrograding backwards um, through Leo, Mercury already in Leo is going to make an exact conjunction with Venus retrograde. Um, and so what that means is the energy there is very much like, all of the things that you were thinking about potentially changing, you're going to vocalize it. You're going to express it in some way. So this is where you have to be careful, you know, to things that you've kind of like paid attention to, at least, you know, as far as seeing certain patterns or um, things that are cycling through this month, you know, and just, you know, pay some mind, (laughs) you know, to what you say especially around who you're saying them to because you might inspire somebody and like create this whole domino effect that didn't need to happen that kind of like i get that feeling just because like today i was walking to my car and i was on the phone and i was talking shit about somebody right Mm -hmm. and i knew they weren't anywhere near me but i had this moment where i was like i should really cool it with what i'm saying at least till i'm in my car because what if they're right behind me? Or oh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. it was one of those where and it's I, total cheese may energy. I feel, right? yeah, yeah <laughs> it is, and I just I feel that. Especially when like Venus is very much like she's in that retrograde motion. It's like you're reevaluating, like not even just yourself, but things that are around you in your lifestyle, and that could be people, mm-hmm. or it could be your job. You know, like how your job sometimes is like where you live. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know. So 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 yeah, be 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 careful because that's that's the energy is right for that i'm not saying it's going to happen for everybody you know and hopefully if you're paying attention it won't (laughs) you know but the energy is there but you see how that kind of like leans back into that energy that we started with the beginning of the month with that mercury kazemi right all the things that you wanted to happen could happen just by saying something Mm -hmm. so now we're ending the month with be careful with what you say because it could create a change Mm -hmm. So, well, just remember your words are magic. There's power behind them. Oh so my careful. Gosh, yes, yes, right, that's exactly. so true. So that's the month of July. Wow. So, so not not super crazy, you know. Like it's it's just it's it's another astrological month where crazy stuff could happen, but it also depends on you. Right. Yeah. So make good choices. Make good life yeah, choices. Make good life choices. Oh, I have another one. Oh. This one is like, I, it's not like something like I made up. Apparently, uh, there's a song called Drink Water and Mind My Business. Oh. And I have this client and I love reading for her because she always like has like a f- song reference that's really funny and good, like a good throwback. But one day it was that and it's just stuck with me. Like, 
I can't tell you how many clients and just people I've said that to like, just do it. Just drink water and mind your business. You'll, you'll be fine. Like, I feel like that's where we're at. You yeah. know, when you take a sip of water, you can't really like say anything because your right? mouth is your involved with something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Clink, 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 clink. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> These fakers, Monica's not even fucking drinking her straight. I am. I drank a lot. I'm getting high. I gotta drive home. Hey, you want me to get home, right? You can fly. Ah, I have a broom you can borrow. Get my broom out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and sharing your knowledge with us. And I oh, hope everyone pays attention and makes good life choices. I feel like, like fate's really kind of just up to us this this month like how yeah. you're gonna act you know yeah. so um i think we all need to keep that in mind yeah remember how you act outside yes <laughs> yeah talk shit after you get into your car yeah, yeah. like that because i just i have that <laughs> feeling that, like i kept looking behind me i'm like oh this is like a sign like i gotta be careful the rest of the month yeah. so uh who's everyone shout out to Joe, oh, i'm gonna I, start with you i was fr- <laughs> I'm starting with you putting you on the spot my man uh, um gosh um you know, I think I'm going to make a general shout out to, um, I've been teaching, uh, classes on shamanism and just my students, uh, for all of you that listen to this show as well, like you guys have really been an amazing group, you know, and you know, I, I can't say, you know, that there's one particular sound cause everyone has been so enthusiastic about the material and I just I just want to thank you because I learned a lot from you guys as well so oh that's nice. awesome I love that yeah. what about you I am going to shout out to all my cancer peeps out there my daughter Marty Bomick and it, the list goes on so shout out to all the cancers out there this month that's basically what I'm doing too. Uh, and to one cancer in particular, Melina, happy 30th, girlfriend. She's yeah. hitting her big her big milestone, big 3-0. It's cool. It's like your 20s, but you have money and you're a little bit smarter. No, I would definitely agree. Like the yeah. 30s oh, yeah. are definitely the best. Yeah. You wouldn't know it. I'm in my 40s. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Cheers, cheers to you, Jarrell. Thank you as thank always. You. Everyone that's listening, thank you guys so much for tuning in and making good life choices and yes. making magic with us. If you have questions for us or Jarrell, please don't forget that you can email us at winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. And on that note, it is past my bedtime. It's getting close to Space Daddy's bedtime. Monica's already <laughs> asleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, Mary Meet. Mary Part. And, and Mary Meet again. again.